And welcome to Alenka's Mid-Month Movie Review, where Alenka reviews a couple of the movies we've already seen on our main feed. Alenka, what are we talking about today? Eight Mile and The Greatest Showman. Yeah, that's episode 12, The Greatest Showman, and episode 47, Mom Spaghetti, a.k.a. Eight Mile. So go check that out uh, if you haven't already. Go watch the movies and then go listen to the episode. And then listen to this one. Yeah, and then listen to this. Come back here. It's going to be like a kind of It's going to be quite a journey. Yeah, yeah. Or just listen, yeah, do all of it though, yeah. probably. Yeah. But this is our inaugural mid month movie review starting this November. Why did you pick these movies, Alenka? Okay, you want to know why? I'll tell you why. It's because when I went to look at our movie list, Eight Mile was the first one on the list. Alphabetical order, baby. Yep. Okay. That's uh that's a good uh yeah. reason. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and then quite honestly, I just kept scrolling and the greatest showman was the next one that jumped out at me. I think because I, you fucking hated it so much. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this fucking movie. Yeah, maybe because I hated it so much and because I was like, oh man, haven't heard from Daniel in a while. Yeah. And that was that. Totally. That was pretty much it. <laughs> okay, well, uh, let's start alphabetically. Yeah, okay, because that's the order that I watched them yeah. in, too. So uh, tell us, what did you think of 8 Mile, Alenka? Okay, it was such an intense movie. Like, holy shit, this movie is so intense. And, like, Eminem's just such a cutie in it. Yeah, he's, he's a young, he's, he's kind of, he's pretty young He's such a cute there. little boy. And, and then Brittany Snow looks a little bit like a, like a, like a little bit like a crackhead. Uh, not Brittany con- Snow. What's her name then? It's Brittany uh, Murphy. Brittany Murphy. Brittany yeah. Murphy. It's almost the same. R.I.P. Brittany Murphy. R.I.P. But still, kind of timely. There's that doc that just came out about Brittany Murphy and her dad. Really? Yeah, it totally really? like rips apart her boyfriend at the time. Who? Oh, cool. I think is no, he's still alive. Did he or did he die too? That's really unfortunate. I, it is very unfortunate. I mean, hopefully he's not still alive because that would be traumatic. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to fact check that one. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but Eight Mile, you want like, how do you want me to do this? Like, okay, obviously I liked it. I really enjoyed it. Um, And it's funny because I watched it first instead of The Greatest Showman because I was like, I'm not going to like this movie that much. I was like, The Greatest Showman will be more fun to watch. It'll be more showy, Mm -hmm. more music. I was like, whatever. So I just like threw it on to get it done. And was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Was it, super surprised. It's a, it's a pretty great movie. I'll say, like, I when the trailer for this movie came out, I was so fucking hyped because really? at that time, I was just 100% white boy loves Eminem. Like, one, like, grade seven me just loved. I was so hyped for this movie. The only other movie that got me so hyped through a trailer uh-huh. was Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Cute. Cute. <laughs> now I forget, is this movie supposed to be like the right retelling of his like it's, it's supposed to be him, right? Yeah, it's like a it's like a half dramatic like retelling. It's it's essentially kind of his life with a few different things out yeah. there. Yeah. So like I don't know all of the Eminem songs, but I will say that like he just seemed like such a sweet boy like a sweet hard-working boy because like the the and the thing every like few like 
scenes I want to say, I would be like, oh, that's such a toxic relationship he has with this person. Oh, he needs to get out of this relationship with this person. And there's like a moment in the movie where like he kind of does. Mm-hmm. It like starts as soon as he goes to like he sees his like ex his actual ex in yeah. the window and it's like oh he's gonna go back to his ex Tar- because Taryn Manning I think maybe yeah. some lady with a face <laughs> and you're like oh my god he has nothing now yeah and he's gonna go back and then he doesn't and then he keeps doing his own thing yeah he does his own thing yeah yeah I mean I'm not gonna spoil um, straight out of Compton for you but this definitely I've seen it oh have you yeah okay then this definitely like I think also just like that movie glosses over a bit of Dr. Dre's, uh, you know, past abuse. I think it glosses right. over Eminem as kind of, you know, an abuser a little bit. Not like, you know, he's uh, some of the songs he's written about his ex-girlfriend and also his mom. Oh, like him horrible. as an abuser. Oh, yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. So like the one thing that I feel like I had to chuckle at in the movie every time was like any time that his little sister was like, you know, shocked or like scared or whatever, he would just be like, oh no, baby, it's okay. It's okay, baby. It's over. It's okay. It's okay. And it's like, he just totally switches and it's like, I don't, I, know, yeah. I don't know about this. I, know. I mean, no, people do that. People can switch it, which is kind of, I guess, yeah. but yeah, I it mean, it just seemed a little bit too much. Yeah. I mean, what did you think of the supporting cast of characters? Cause this ain't no movie. There's no Mackay Pfeiffer, but there is a Mackay Pfeiffer. Who? He's future. He plays future. Oh, yes. <laughs> what a great friend. What a really great friend. I loved that character. There was like never really a moment where he, I thought, like betrays Eminem. Like he's only ever just looking out for his like best intentions uh, or his best. What's it called? You're looking out for his, someone's his best interests. Yeah. Best yeah. interests. Mm-hmm. Always looking out for him and like was always supportive even through the end. Like it was just such a nice boy. Yeah. Am I supposed to comment about the actor? Like, he was great, too. Great smile. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not great at, like, saying how good the performance is. Unless, until we get into The Greatest Showman, I'll talk about that. <laughs> I thought everybody did a really good job in this movie, actually. Oh, yeah. Eminem, maybe a little bit. Like, sometimes when he was, like, supposed to be soft or hard, whatever, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, oh, whatever. But for, like, his one and only performance. Because, really, right. he played himself in the interview with James Franco and Seth Rogen. And I haven't really seen him ever, ever since. I think he was also in Funny People briefly as himself. But he's this is like his only dramatic film role. And he knocks it out of the park. Yeah, I think he did a really great job. But again, he is just kind of playing a version of himself. Uh-huh. So maybe that's why. Right. Maybe they're, yeah. 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 I, like, I don't know. Like, the, uh, the only thing I can take away from this is like, his eyes seemed a little bit beady and intense, like for most of the movie, which was a little bit of like a, like weird for me. And oh, there's something else I wanted. Oh, yeah. I felt like every single time there was like some sort of like like groups of rappers that were on the streets or whatever that were like bad mouthing each other. I was like, do you know how easily like if one of you guys that was getting bad mouth would just be like <laughs> true, like how easily this would be resolved <laughs> like to everything. Yeah. <laughs> and also like I did not appreciate whenever somebody like commented on someone just for being fat. I was like, that's rude. Yeah. The other yeah. stuff's also rude, but that yeah. stuff in particular, I was like, that's so rude. And the guys would just sit there and be like, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Sad. You know, what are they going to say? They should just yeah. say like, well, I'll fuck you up, which or, is what they say. Oh, yeah, no, they do say that. <laughs> but I think, you know, realistically, if they were just like, 
<laughs> whatever yeah. like it would be fine because like some of the stuff they're saying is not necessarily not true yeah and realistically that's what uh the rabbit is the rabbit yeah right be yeah rabbit be rabbit Little that's what rabbit. he says in the very end like that's what his whole final rap is about oh yeah which is great i yeah. loved that i know i used to do like all those raps i could do them from memory yeah actually yeah. you you were doing a little bit before. yeah so like uh you know look look now while he stands tough, notice that this man did not put his hands up. This free world's got you jacked up. Something, something. <laughs> uh, it was back it. in like the LimeWire days. You download yeah. these raps and then you'd get five hundred viruses. But oh yeah, true, <laughs> true. They, but they were so popular. I, 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 this was one of those movies. Like as a teenager, I watched like I don't know three times a year. Really? Or, yeah, I don't know why. Because I, I was so I just loved Eminem. Uh huh. So much that I just wanted to watch this movie. Like that's so interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would definitely watch it again. Like I said, it's a really intense movie. Like there was so many moments where, like, I was kind of like, "Oh no!" Like, what's gonna happen? Like, shit, 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 shit. Why? And like, I, it was just like really well put out. And like, you just have so much hate. Oh, you're so like wishy washy about so many characters. <laughs> like his mom, for example. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh man, like she this is why it's such a toxic relationship is because she's like, obviously like she's his mom and she like loves him and wants to care for him. But at the same time, she's totally like blaming him for like all of their problems. And like, it was just like really good. I was like, that exists in the real world. And that's infuriating. <laughs> and what about Cheddar Bob? what do you think of Cheddar Bob? Oh my Bob? God, the best. Cheddy <laughs> Bob. Love him. I loved the description of him and I love, loved watching him. Um, yeah, when he shoots himself in the leg, like I just that's just like so cute. And uh, yeah, I I think this is because the movie was buffering, so I actually did have to watch it over a couple times because I was being impatient. <laughs> but the moment where they like set the house on fire mm -hmm. and then Chatter Pop at the end, like the, I just thought it was so odd the way the actor like that weird thing where like so Eminem like jumps out of the burning building and like Cheddar Bob throws a football at him and then he's just like hey <laughs> I started the house on fire <laughs> I was like why is that in here I don't know I think it's so weird yeah it's one of, I feel like it's one of those moments where they're like I'll oh, just like improvise some stuff yeah guys. it was so odd and it's just like oh I have just read lines this whole time okay right <laughs> that is yeah that really is what it felt like but at the same time it also kind of felt like guys tanked out of his mind like he they this character Cheddar Bob like I, I don't think there's too much about his background really involved but this guy kind of seems like he might be the type that's like working in the factory and has really nothing else going on. I think he wants to be an MC or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, but he like we don't really kind of wants to be a rapper. Yeah, but we don't really see him do anything to like achieve that goal no. at all. Yeah. Um like I don't think we even see him like spitting anything in any of like like we see the whatever the larger guy's name is. We yeah. see him spit a little. Oh yeah, yeah. But nothing from Cheddar Bob, <laughs> like nothing at all. No. So to me, especially in that moment, I was like, this guy's just like a goofy kind of yeah. loser. He's just the mediocre white guy. Yeah, <laughs> sweetie, little Cheddy yeah. Bob. Well, uh, well, what would you rate this movie? I, like I honestly I rate this again back to mom's spaghetti, like so many bowls of spaghetti. Like mom came home, not Eminem's mom, but like my mom, my mom came home. She cooked the spaghetti and it was 
gorgeous. Like it was better than mom's spaghetti. And yeah, it was really good. Really pleasantly surprised by this, this yeah. movie. And then did you see Eminem open mom's spaghetti shop lately in Detroit? I heard about yeah. that. And I think that's fucking stupid. <laughs> I think that's the dumbest thing. Oh, He's only past eight mile. Yeah. No, He's only cooking though, like shitty spaghetti. Yeah, it's a shitty spaghetti for like eight bucks. Eight bucks or something like that. It was not expensive, like compared to eight bucks for spaghetti. A big old for shitty spaghetti. Yeah, just for shitty. Should be like two bucks. Okay, okay, okay. Hold. He's got to make a little bit of a profit. That's absurd. (laughs) That's just so dumb to me. I don't like that at all. Okay. Well. We're jumping from Eminem. It doesn't um, even seem like fan service at this point. No, like, it, <laughs> it just seems like it almost seems like he's shitting on Detroit a little bit too. Oh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> like get your shitty spaghetti, yeah. Detroit. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Like whatever. All right. Well, we're jumping from Eminem and okay. going to Hugh Jackman. <clears throat> Tell us about the greatest showman. So right off the bat, this movie opens with a musical number. And I, again, like obviously we talked about it and I knew it was going to be really musical, but the music was starting to piss me off after like the third time it started to come on. But anyways, it opens and it literally reminded me of like those old Panic at the Disco music videos. Like that's what it looked like. Do you ever remember when Panic at the Disco was like very like Cirque du Soleil kind of whatever, like freak show? Were they all like that or just uh, that one song? Maybe the one where the like, they're like, then how does it go? Isn't that like it's um, like like is oh no my favorite name is a whore. I know man with the haven't you people ever heard, heard of closing the, the goddamn door. door. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. At first I thought I was like, wasn't that a follow boy? No, that was Panic. That at the was disco. Panic at the Disco. Yeah, yeah. And this opening scene very much that music video. I would say. Yeah. Um, sorry, I hold the mic a little closer. Well, he's just he's just like a circus ring leader in there, and yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. So you know. I, I actually like as much as I shat on it in the retelling, I was like, this will be more fun to watch. And then I was like, fuck, I hate this movie. <laughs> like as it started, I hated it because it took literally an hour for any fucking conflict to happen, which pissed me off. Like I'm watching it and I'm like, OK, this looks like the end right here. And like every like fucking 10 minutes, I was like, is this the end scene? Like when is something going to fucking happen that's going wrong? And ultimately, it's just that. Well, it starts in conflict. He's a poor boy. He's poor. That's the conflict for like the first hour. But it's not really because they gloss over it with like freaking. Not a mosaic. Michelle? No. No. Oh, oh, montage. With montages. (laughs) They gloss over it so fast with montages that you don't actually feel that as a conflict at all. True, true. So like I was pissed off about that. Um, but every night he lies awake with a million dreams in his head. Yeah. Cute. Cute. Like you got, okay, sure. Like, yes, the guy's a go-getter. Like he made it happen for himself. Great inspiration. But he's also, he is just very sketchy throughout like 90% of the movie too. And it's really not until like the last, the very last part of the movie that you are like, okay, I guess he wasn't that bad, but like in the movie. (laughs) In the movie, yeah, too. And, like, yeah, it just felt so off to me that, like, so many things I want to talk about. First, so off to me that, like, the whole idea, the whole concept of, like, bringing freaks into this, like, thing for people to look at them. And he's literally manipulating them to be like, no, 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 no. They're going to love you. They're going to love you. And at no point are they loved. No. At no point are they loved. It's They're true. literally just used. It's like, 
not even the end really. It just the people came back like, oh, the freaks are back. Yeah, I exactly. Love laughing at them. Exactly. Like there's no point in the movie where he is he, you know, does anything good necessarily for the people that yeah. are in his show. But that's why like Hugh Jackman is so perfect for this role because Fuck. at no point at no point have I ever thought of Hugh Jackman and went scumbag. Like no, I ever. did. I did. Really? Not like in person, but I'm saying in this movie. In my absolutely. mind though, like everything. It's just like, oh my God. He I don't know. He's just so in real life, he's just so charming and sure. so like cool. No, sometimes like, he, he looks like a bit a of a rat. So I I think that, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I can definitely sometimes. see him in that light. Okay. And absolutely for greatest showman. Also I think we noted this, like the character that is like supposed to be ridiculously small. Mm-hmm. He's voiced over for some reason. Yeah. So it's not his real voice. It's not his real voice. And also. Throughout the whole movie. Not just the, the singing movie, voice. It's not his, like the singing voice and his not voiceover a, voice it, is the same. Yeah, I think. yeah. None of it is his, is the actual person's mm-hmm. voice. Yeah. Not sure why. I didn't actually go to cross check this information, but he does actually look like just a young boy. Yeah. So, I, no, he's he's definitely uh, like a, uh, a little person, but he's actually not as short as what this little person was supposed to be. So he he did a lot of it on his knees. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. No, but his face also just looked like really, really young. He does. Yeah, yeah. There was only maybe one thing within like his teeth that maybe would be like, okay, maybe you're an adult, but I never checked. Yeah. Like for sure, this is a person no, that's def- not a This young. person was supposed to be like, the actor I think was probably like in their 20s. Okay. But I think this character was definitely supposed to be like 30 to 40s, especially right, the voice. Right, Sometimes right. the voice would come out and be like, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, and it was like, really weird. It was really odd. Like, I'm not sure why they even cast that guy. Like, maybe he was the only person they found that had a, the voice they wanted. Like, no, but, no, he but didn't they voiced the voice. over yeah. it anyway. <laughs> no, that's like, like, I literally actually don't know don't why know. they cast this person. Probably maybe to try to like make him look, because it's definitely based on a real life person sure and i think okay. they tried to make cast someone who looked as close as possible okay. to that person okay. maybe i'll fact check that later yeah okay yeah um yeah and like you know i was this is one that yeah surprisingly like i, I don't think i was paying as much attention because i was super angry and also i was cooking my dinner at the same time <laughs> but like i gotta say when zach efron came on to the show when he and hugh jackman did their first number together i was like why is it that when Hugh Jackman did this part, like it just looked so goofy and like so theatrical. And now that Zac Efron's doing it, like I'm interested. Again. <laughs> like, I mean, it's true. Zac Efron has this like quality. He brought that something not, to it. He's not Broadway. Right. He's, very, he's good in mus- movie musicals. So is Hugh Jackman. But Hugh Jackman right. definitely has that Broadway theater vibe. Whereas yeah. as Zac Efron is like film singing. Like he's like, I don't know. He's just cooler yeah. looking. Yeah. He's I not guess as big. Like, he's a little more subtle. Right. And I think for me, like as a woman that's like attracted to men, I was like, oh, like Hugh Jackman doing this is a little bit too flamboyant, like not as interesting to me. And then when Zac Efron did it for some reason, even though he was doing the almost exact same motions, it was different. And I was like, okay, I can watch this again. (laughs) I'm going to do it again. Yeah. But then. Yeah. Because he literally comes on and does the exact same song at the end. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) And that part, I will say, was a little bit more flamboyant, too, for sure. Mm -hmm. But whatever was the end of the movie, I was done anyways. (laughs) So I do want to say, though, when like the relationship with Zendaya and Zac Efron is so fucking weird in the sense that 
they catch eyes as she's doing fucking trapeze, which I think is just like a little much. I was like, okay, that's stupid. She should be focusing on her job. She could die. Well, she was probably. And this guy was literally right in front of her. And he's just like, oh, magic moment. Yeah. And then I don't think they like actually talk like really at all no. before he tries to hold her hand. They just sing and, and have moments. No, yeah, yeah. There's like no conversations with them at all. Randomly, Zac Efron has like been eyeing her. And then finally, like, they're watching, I forget what it was, the opera? Yeah. They're watching the opera, and he, like, holds her hand. And it's like, okay, I guess they're dating now. And then he takes her to the opera, Mm -hmm. and his parents are like, no, sorry, he was ashamed. And then he wasn't ashamed, and he took her to the opera. Yeah. And then his parents saw it, and they were like, know your place or whatever. And he's like, this is what I want to do. Like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And then Zendaya, like, despite all that, she was just like, no, we still can't be together. And it was like, bruh, if the guy I was seeing was like, you know, taking a stand for me in that way, I would I'd be like, okay, it seems fine. I think we'll be fine. Different race relations back then, though, so. I guess. (laughs) But in the end, then she cared again when he almost died. Yeah. Because then she realized, like, that she truly did love him. Okay. Took him dying, though. Yeah, yeah. Almost dying. You know, just just on the edge. Yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite song that you hated? Oh, no. My actual, my favorite song was when the, like, all of the uh, entertainers got really, like, I, I don't remember what it was called. I don't even this remember really how it goes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was my favorite I mean, one. that that's the one I think was nominated for an Oscar, I believe. But that yeah. that's an amazing, that's amazing song. That one was really great. The Bearded Lady, especially. And oh, yeah. She was just like, mm, Yeah, mm. she is very good. So pumped about yeah. her. There's a, if y'all want to go on YouTube, there's a behind the scenes, like, video. Of really? When, yeah, when they did a first, okay, cool. when they did a like a first read through of it and she did the the song but like you know just in like a weird rehearsal room uh-huh. and it is so fucking emotional is it yeah wow. do you want to watch it let's just uh, yeah, watch I it do. i really do camera. yeah can we i think this is watching these behind the scenes i did they made me appreciate the movie before because like you can see this is before it was even green like they're so dedicated to it uh-huh like hugh jackman loved it right I think some of the people in this room are not in the movie. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But they just had this experience with them. I know. Pretty epic. Like, that's definitely one of the best um, songs for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I still didn't love the movie, though. Yeah. Music is really great. It's, uh, I guess, fun to look at. But I hated everything yeah. else about it. Well, that that's uh, that's okay. You, you you can't get you can't win them all. Yeah, I will say I'm really glad that Hugh Jackman and I forgot this that his character didn't like cheat on his wife. I'm just glad that that's that true, didn't yeah. happen, or at least that's part of this story. Yeah, I think it. Even though he's exploiting, um, you know, people uh, with disabilities and all that kind of stuff. I think having him cheat on his wife would have put it over the edge. You uh-huh. would have been like, fuck this dude. Yeah, totally. But also I just thought that part with that opera singer was so interesting that like she was trying to make a move and then she got really upset basically when he didn't want oh, to. Yeah. And it, and she was like, so I'm just like one of your, like, uh, what does she say? I don't know. Something like I, so I'm just like, one, say of like one of your freaks, entertainers. I don't think she says freaks. No, she but. says like, so I'm just part of your show or whatever. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, uh, yeah, yeah, you fucking idiot. I'm you. Yeah. This is a contract. This is like, a working uh, what did you relationship. Think? <laughs> yeah. Like I was literally like you dumb binge. Yeah. Like what else? Don't shit where you Also, you knew you he had a fucking wife and kids, you tyrant. <laughs> 
tyrant. I've I never don't heard know. that to describe a, an in, uh, someone who is. I just think she has the same energy as a tyrant. <laughs> true. That's true. Well, that's uh, why I said it. What What are you giving this movie after you've seen it now? Like a two. Out of who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> just a two. Yeah. <laughs> I I hear you. Yeah. We uh, I mean, Dan and I love this movie. Which sucks because yeah, Dan. <laughs> And I'm going to be shitting on it again, but like, buddy, baby, come on. Yeah. Like, it was a bad movie. I mean, the music are bangers. The music's though. great. Yeah. Great. Right. But fucking pissed me off. <laughs> and not in the way that I think it's supposed to. You know, know how like yeah. some movies are supposed to piss you off, get you right upset, and yeah. then whatever. This one didn't do it intentionally, I don't think. No. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, well, that's, I think, been uh, Alenka's mid-month movie reviews. Yeah, baby. Uh, you know, you can follow us, Haven't Seen a Podcast, on Instagram at Haven't Seen a Podcast and on Facebook at Haven't Seen a Podcast and on Twitter at Haven't underscore Seen underscore It. And you can go to our website, haven'tseenapodcast.com, where you can listen to all the episodes that mm-hmm. we have out there and see the big list of movies that uh, we're going to work through for uh, this little bonus episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, why don't you go over there and listen to episode 12, Greatest Showman, and episode 47, 8 Mile. 8 Mile. Definitely uh, watch 8 Mile. Yeah. And then listen to everything else, you know? Yeah. Well, on that note, I guess. um, Actually, honestly, you should actually wrap up. Oh, I should wrap up. You should. This is the inaugural. I'm I'm like the the main host for this one. You're my guest, sort of. Oh, yay. That's so true. Well, on that note, everyone... Rap is better than musicals, I guess. Sure. Great wrap up. (laughs) This was a Brain Freeze podcast.